Welcome back to the Plant Wisdom Podcast. I'm Emily Smith, your host, and in this episode, I interview Judith Maxey, who is a course creator of Plant Speak, and she feels like a long-lost soul sister. She's an energy medicine practitioner of 15 years, where she's guided hundreds of clients towards health, balance, and vitality. And here's our connection here. So she believes the plant wisdom contained in every drop of doTERRA essential oils assists in this process. So we have a lot of similarities there. And she's a meditation instructor, teacher, mentor, community volunteer, and mother. And Judith really brings her heart, experience, and relentless passion for humanity to each Plant Speak course, which is so beautiful. And in our conversation, we talk about the first time she encountered essential oils and how she had an aversion at first and the reason why that was. And then we talk about how she got the messages to start this course and create it, why she created it, how she did that, how does one transform by taking it. And I've taken it as well, so I share my experiences in that. And we also talk about her background in Reiki and meditation and shamanism that helped her um, create this course and include those schools of thought. And then we talked about how essential oils are personal and some of the messages that we've both received from plants and how you can start to tune into this deeper wisdom that the plant has for you as well. And Judith is very generous in offering um, this course for you to try my listener for free when you reach out to her. So listen to this episode to find out how to do that. And as always, when you're ready to get started with essential oils and bring these into your practice, please reach out to me at emily at guidetowholenesshealing.com. Enjoy this episode. So welcome to the Plant Wisdom Podcast, Judith. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. I'm so happy to be here talking about plants on this morning with you. One Me of my too. To do. <laughs> exactly. I'm very excited because on the podcast, we talk about all sorts of spiritual and holistic healing modalities, but the plants are at the core and the essence of the work that I do and work that you do. So this is why I'm, I'm very, very excited. So I love to hear how you started working with essential oils and specifically the doTERRA essential oils. And I know we've talked about this, but I'd love to hear um, for my listener to hear what your first reaction was like, and then how you got the second message of deepening your relationship with plants in this way. Sure. I'd love to share that. Um, I think, as I was saying the other day, um, my first relationship or my first experience with doTERRA oils was a little funny. Um, a very typical introduction, a friend of mine um, asked me out for coffee to introduce me to the oils. And um, it was a great experience. She brought out all of her oils and I loved them. Balance, you know, it was so rich in learning really when I look back at it, balance stood out to me. Um, but after about 10 oils, I got a little bit of an overload. I was like, okay, this is too much for me. It was, it was as if I had just tried to process too many new friends. Um, yeah. So I 
bought a bottle of balance and stepped away and said, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is for me. And that's, so that was my first introduction. And, but little did I know that that was the seed, you know, the seed had been planted to, to work with these plants and doTERRA in particular um, in that moment. But as I was reflecting on just the rich wisdom in that meeting, um, yeah, it was spectacular. I learned a lot. I learned for one that I really don't do well with a lot of the oils, just like I don't really do well in a, a room full of a hundred people. You know, I'm very porous. I connect energetically very easily. So I'm mindful about how many oils I use. So that was a great learning. And then, you know, I just felt like I was guided towards balance because I then began to use balance in my sessions, my one-on-one -on -one sessions like you do. Mm -hmm. um, and that was profound. That was the shift. Um, I watched how each person reacted to that in a state of openness, a state of Reiki, a state of being in their true self. And then I would offer balance. And that was like nature's mirror confirmation. This is what this feels like. And then I would send each person home with a little balance so they could bring that feeling up again. And um, so yeah, balance, that blend was my first big love. <laughs> I have many loves. That was my blend. first love. Yeah. 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 And I also, we have this in common. I discovered the doTERRA essential oils through a Reiki session and just those two together. That's when I, I saw that the power of them working with energy healing. Yes. Yeah. And so then you were using them in your practice with mm -hmm. your Reiki clients. And then you had this message come through to you in a bigger way. And I'd love to hear. <laughs> in a much bigger story. way. Right. I, you know, so I had been using, like you said, the oils with my clients. Um, and that, that worked, as I'm sure for you, in a number of ways. Sometimes we would set intentions using a specific oil before the session. Sometimes an oil, a plant, um, would come in during the session. Sometimes it was afterwards. So there was a lot of ways I was working with the oils. And at the same time, I was really immersed in um, energy medicine training. And so I felt like I was very open to consciousness. I was open to, well, I was able to listen you know, what that innate ability that we all have, but that we forget. And so the message to create this course came um, on an airplane <laughs> on the way to a doTERRA convention. And I was about halfway between Salt Lake City and Portland, Oregon. And I said to myself, what am I doing? Why am I going to this convention? I am my upline's nightmare. Like, I'm not signing up a lot of people. This is not my mission. I'm, I'm doing energy work. Why am I going to this convention? And so I started my meditation, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of feet up in the air. And immediately I felt like the plant kingdom said to me, get them to talk to us, please get them to speak to us. And it was so profound and it gave me chills. And I, I just got really chills know. again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't really know what that meant. I just knew it was one of those messages that I really needed to listen to. And so that was the seed for the plant speak courses. Um, my sort of activism, what became a type of activism for wow. me 
in spreading, um, helping people remember that they can connect to the plants at a very deep and spiritual energetic level. Um, in addition to all the other ways that we do connect with the plants. So yeah, that was my moment. That was the one of the big aha creating these courses. And it's kind of a funny one. <laughs> but it's so funny. When yeah. I remember you told me that I had full body chills, I just had them again. Because I, I get that sense like that was real. Like their spirit actually telling you that in a moment where you were questioning it and they came through so clearly to remind you of it. And I also love how you called it activism um, because yeah. it does feel that way, like that importance of sharing that message Absolutely. of their support. Mm -hmm. I see it as activism in that, you know, when we work with the oils, as you know, when we work with the plants um, through the essential oils like this, we're really opening our hearts. And that is what the world needs. That's what humanity needs. Um, I think if you look at the different movements that are happening right now in this moment, it is about opening our hearts. You know, when you work with plants and you're open to their messages, when you're in that state of deep listening and allowing, you're in the heart-centered space. And that is quite, you know, that's at the opposite end of the spectrum of fear and hate and anxiety. And so I feel like working with the oils in this way, you know, is if we can open that door up to as many people as possible, remind them of their gift to be able to do this. That is a form of activism. That's what our world needs right now. Um, individuals need it, families need it, organizations need it, humanity at large, and then our relationship to this beautiful sacred mother earth. Um, she that needs is it. so true. So yeah, yeah in that way, I, I consider it my activism. That's what I'm passionate about and what I feel like we need. So one person okay. at a time, one drop at a time, one meditation at a time, you know, it's a slow process. Many, for many of us, it's, you can have a really quick um, and spicy and fiery moment that's quick changing. And yet I also think working with these oils in this way you know, it can be a slow unraveling and awakening. And just, just like with Reiki, you're sort of peeling away the layers of stuff to get to your true self. And that's what I feel like building relationships with the plants and the oils. I feel like it's a very similar process. So it meets every person where they are. So. Yes, that's so true. It's not like you go to one Reiki session and you're completely healed or one meditation session it's like over time yeah the unraveling yeah. absolutely and that's not to say that one session can have can you know isn't necessarily going to give you miraculous change I've had those sessions um, yeah. for sure yeah but when I describe it to people even those miraculous um really quick moving sessions that bring change into your life. Um, they're all, they're all part of a process. So. Yeah. I think that's a good distinction to make because mm -hmm. I think it's harder for us to notice the changes over time to make yeah. with essential oils. And then I'll get questions from people. How did you 
you know, transforming your mindset in that way? Or how did you heal and move through that? And the only common thread that I go back to, but it's not so obvious at first, because you think, okay, I had to take actions in some way, but it was like the oils are facilitating this growth. Yes. Yeah. I like that word facilitating. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, when I think about the language that um, we use around working with the plants, you know, they are, they're facilitating this growth. They're supporting us. Sometimes I think they're, um, they can serve as mirrors. Um, they'll show us something literally, quite literally in our mind's eye, a mirror of ourself, or they can bring, um, you know, sometimes they bring the opposite. And that's really interesting too. You know, I know we've had conversations about how you learn from them. And some of my most profound um, work has been trying to understand what I'm repelled by. And I talk a, bit, a little bit about this in the advanced course. You know, why is it that we don't like an oil or a smell? You know, there, that's, there's a lot to that too. And that might be something to work on. Um, so yeah, they just, they help us in so many ways. Yes, I love that example. When you are repelled by an oil, that it's one that you need the most in a sense that you don't think you do. Absolutely. <laughs> and it, it changes. Like once you start working with it, then you actually start to like the smell. At least that was for me. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I think what comes to mind is like Manuka oil. Uh -huh. um, I didn't like it at all at first. Yeah. Really bad. And then <laughs> right. I, I need this then. Isn't it fascinating? Yeah. I had a similar experience with Jasmine. The first wow. time I smelled Jasmine, I was like, oh, geez, it's just glowing and blah. And Joe, her messages were just what I needed. You know, for me, Jasmine is a lot about trust, a really deep yes. internal trust, um, maybe even going back through lineages. And so you know, I had to sit with that. But on my first smell of jasmine, I didn't really know this. So I put that on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> but now, um, you know, if I bring out a few oils for someone and they say, oh, I really don't like that. I just am like, oh, okay, we'll just put this on the shelf just to note. Um, and sometimes you go back to it and sometimes you don't go back to it for a long time. Yeah. It's not your moment, um, but it's definitely something to note. There's always a lesson. Exactly. And that's what I love about your course, Plant Speak, because I feel like the journey, and I'll, I'd love for you to talk more about your intention behind it, but I feel like the journey is deepening the relationship with the plants, but also with your own intuition, with your own self. Absolutely. Yes. You know, the journey, the ultimate, um, I guess, reason for this first class is just that it's, it really is a class to learn about yourself. It's a class to um, remind you of yourself and what you're, what you're capable of. Um, it, it is a journey to find and reactivate, or maybe even add upon your, your relationship to your intuition. Yeah. Um, and intuition is a funny thing. We talk about intuition in an interesting way. 
um, there's a little bit about this in the course that we think of intuition as, as like something that will guide us in the moment to a good decision or a right decision. And I think of intuition as really a state of being. And so when you work with the oils like this, it's about learning how to be in that state of being where you have your own innate wisdom and your intuition at your fingertips. Um, and you're just in that state, you're a clear channel for that. So, and the course itself is just really a step-by-step -step journey. Um, it's really designed to help people have a strong, solid practice in this work. And so we start out by listening, learning to be still and then listening and then a little bit of how to, you know, how do I actually build these relationships in this way? And then people are walked through um, asking questions. How do I ask a question? How do I build relationships? You know, there's a fair amount of honoring, just like we should honor our, our friendships with humans. Um, it's about honoring and building rapport. And, and just like with humans, also understanding the nuance is about your relationships with the oils, what comes up for you. A little bit further into the course, we talk about um, asking questions. How do you use these oils, your new friends in your life? How can they assist you? How can they facilitate your learning and your growth? And then there's a little bit about service, which I think is an element of the entire doTERRA community. I think it's just part of what we do. Mm -hmm. And so there's an element of talking about how to use these relationships with your oils to be in service to, the, to yourself and to the world and to others. But really, you know, it's a course that's multi-layered because the most, obviously the most profound is your relationship, your inner knowing, your self-growth. But at the same time, you're gaining all of this practical, I think practical knowledge and wisdom about the essential oils. So you become a better wellness advocate with every meditation that you have, every relationship that you build, you're able to speak um, more clearly and personally about each of the oils. Maybe, you know, your ability to talk about the frequency and the personality of each of the oils. So I think that makes us better um, essential oil specialists. And then if you take that, it could actually, I, I feel like it can help your business if this is your business. Um, you know, this is, this is where you should be stepping in. And it's not to say that all of the other resources out there aren't important and the scientific part of these and the safety guidelines, I'm a real big advocate of um, keeping that in mind also, but there's this extra layer that I really wanna get out into the world with these courses. Um, and I know you do too in your work um, about the personal and about their magic and how we can access that. And so the course generally is about um, setting up a practice to be able to do that in a meditative way. And you don't have to have any um, experience with meditation. You know, most of them are guided imagery meditations. Um, they start out very strongly in that sense. And then towards the end, there's less um, guiding necessary because you've built the practice throughout the course. So, yeah. Yes, that's so beautiful. I love that. I love that in the course you you mentioned, I think when we last spoke, that it's geared maybe towards someone that's just starting. But I really felt like I learned, 
I had so many new awarenesses from the course. And I like that you include the part about, you know, if you do this as a business and sharing it in that way, like I never thought of appreciating the plants, like you said, and showing them gratitude and even making, you have a whole section on how to make an altar for your essential oils, which is so beautiful. I've never thought to do that, but in my mind, I'm like, I feel very grateful using them every day, but that's just, you know, actually expressing it outwardly. I love that. Yes. I thank you for saying that. You know, I also feel like just like you're going to have different relationships with each oils, each of the oils, everyone has their own way of, of honoring. You know, I love that. You know, I'm, I'm glad that building an altar is something new, but everyone expresses their honoring and their gratitude in different ways. So an altar might have the same impact as someone just sitting there with their oil for a moment in the morning and letting, you know, it flow, the frequency flow throughout their body and just saying, thank you. That can be just as profound. So I'm also a real advocate of finding what works for you, what resonates for you. How will you build this and what's easy to build into your life? Because I never want anyone to think that it has to be this big deal. Yeah. No, that's the thing about these oils and these relationships is we can build them into our life in whatever way works for us. And we're going to, that's going to evolve and change for every one of us. So um, I appreciate that you mentioned that. Yeah, that's very true. You can feel it in whatever feels right for you. And I also love that you, you give guidelines on the oils, but it's more so the choice of the person mm -hmm. taking the course. I love that. So you feel more drawn to which oil you need rather than you saying, here's the best oil to use. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I, you know, that is in part just my own personal experience. Um, and again, just allowing my intuition, um, allowing the frequency of the oil to guide me. And so while I think there's so much amazing information out there about each of the oils that we can learn from. And absolutely, you know, there are certain qualities of an oil that is absolutely going to address an issue for someone, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. But sometimes they can really surprise us too. I almost feel like we don't wanna get into the rut of just saying, oh, you know, flipping through our book and saying, oh, this oil, this is good for this. So that's what I'm gonna to go to. Well, you know, the oils are magnificent. Their, their wisdom is amazing and profound and infinite. So I don't like to limit my work with the oils to what's already there. So, you know, if you're having an issue of the heart, Maybe you don't always reach for rose. Maybe you reach for melaleuca. Maybe you reach for vetiver um, and see what message that brings you. So yeah, very personal. Yes, I love that. Yeah, everyone is different with the oil. So that's why the books are good as like a reference guide. I like the Essential Life book <clears throat> because it gives you a lot of different choices because some oils aren't right for some people. Right. And now I'm at the point where I, <clears throat> excuse me, I intuitively choose the oils that I need. And some days I don't know why I reached for this specific oil, but it's at that point too, where I recommend them to people intuitively without looking at the book, because that might 
be more, you know, our intuition is more like of a direct line to that knowledge yes. of what's going to be actually right for me or for the client that I'm working with. So I love how you make that distinction of oils are personal. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Emily, that, um, I, that, and for me, that's a matter of trust and you have to trust your intuition. And so someone might hear that for you and say, well, that's what she does. She's cultivated her intuition. That's her work, blah, blah, blah. So I I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could trust my own intuition. So that's part of this, you know, my, my mission is to say, no, everyone can do this. You can work with yeah. oils like this also. And it's funny because I, you know, I'll admit I didn't completely trust my intuition with the oils in the beginning. And so Thanks. I would be in a session. I'm a, you know, it might be, a, it might've been a similar process for you. I would be in a session and um, a specific oil plant would come in and I would note it and we would talk about it and I would recommend it. And I think, really? And, and then I would look it up in the book, yeah. any book. I actually started looking at scientific journals, you know, wow. deep formal aromatherapy. Like, what is the connection here? And hands down, 100%. My intuition was guiding me to exactly yeah. what would have been recommended for their particular imbalance. And so, it, you know, it was just amazing. And so that's how I built my trust in part. Yes. It's just like, okay, I'm go ahead. I'm going to follow this because there was constant affirmation that yes, they are speaking. I am in alignment. I can receive these messages, if you will, from the plants. Um, but it takes time, you know, and that's, that's part of the course too, is, you know, it's not just one, you don't just do one meditation and all of a sudden you're you're deeply ground and some people are, and I hope this is just an addition to that, you know, it can help them flourish in that way. But sometimes it takes time to build up that trust in yourself. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'm really, you know, I thought a lot about in creating this course is we are in our culture, we are not taught to trust our intuition. And that's something that I would like to revive and bring to people's awareness. And I know that you have that same thread in your work. And that's, you know, we're, we're almost going counterculture in some ways. Yes. We've wow. been taught not to trust ourselves, not to trust our feelings and our emotions, that there is something um, more powerful than us. And it's simply not true. I love that. I, I love that you make it clear to that anyone can learn this. It's just those practices and using the oils over time and building it like a muscle, like you say. And I love the way in the course that you talk about using the, um, the way to get in touch with them is meditating and having a diffuser going with the oil mm-hmm. yeah. and not just having the bottle, which it's, it's kind of hard to just continually be smelling. Um, and I had a very powerful experience with yarrow palm uh, that I was telling you. And I had never like experienced it in this way because I was just using it on my skin before bed and taking a drop under my tongue. But when I actually sat there and I was very called to use that oil, I was like, why am I using this one? for healing right now this is weird and I felt all the energy of the plant rush to my heart I think I told you this and it was like a warm like 
flooding feeling to my heart and it kind of broke down these walls I had there, which I didn't know were still there. Um, so that was just one powerful experience of I've never used that oil in that way. And, and I think you mentioned this in the course too, like use the oil you wouldn't expect as well, right? Yeah, that's so beautiful, Emily. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all there. I, I'm so, that's so wonderful that you just followed your intuition in reaching for that yarrow palm. It, it also makes me think, um, you had asked me, you know, what, um, what some of my own personal messages were. Yes. And I laughed and I was like, oh my God, I, how could I catalog? Yeah. <laughs> but I was reflecting on that question and, um, you know, that the messages come in so many different ways. Like for you, when I hear you talk about that experience with Yarrow Palm, it felt energetic, like it went right to your heart. And it, so it made me think of a similar experience that I wanted to share with you. But what it really called to my attention was the fact that we receive the messages in so many different ways. Like sometimes I actually, you can hear it. I mean, you know, they're literal words. Other times it's in imagery. Other times it's really, you know, people get to the point where there's actually a, a conversation. You can go back and forth with that plant spirit, asking for guidance, hearing, listening, asking questions. You know, that's the ultimate goal of the plant speak courses. But other times, and I was thinking about this, reflecting on your experience with your palm, and that's sometimes it just feels like there's an energetic message in your body. And that happened to me with um, Tulsi, Holy Basil. Oh my God, the first time I uncapped that bottle, I held it up to my nose and it felt like it spiraled around, went down from my crown chakra all the way to my root and back up again, just working its magic. And what, and what, I, what I felt like was happening was it was just sort of helping me clear out and bringing the spiritual back to each of those energy centers. And so I just sat there and smelled it and let this happen. And then, you know, I felt like I wanted to just weep in gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so that's another way. Sometimes it's really more physical, but I think we have yeah. to be in that open space. We have to be sitting and listening and trusting and being open to those gifts you know, this particular type of gift from the oils. And again, it's not to say that all of the other ways we use the oils is wrong, you know, that it's just that they're so multidimensional. <sighs> they bring us so much. So um, yeah, I loved hearing that heart opening. Um, I really do believe that the plants are there to help us open our hearts. Um, Again, because being in that open-hearted space is being open to everything. Um, yes, and I just got chills when you share that story. That's that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a potent plant. That's some. Yes. <laughs> um, a lot in little bottles. Yeah, I'm and I'm, right. and really, I'm just beginning my journey with Tulsi. I didn't know Tulsi very well, and so you know, for me, that's great. I feel like I have a new friend. Um, yeah. I also yeah. want to share with you in terms of what have some of my profound messages been with the, with the plants, with the oils. I was actually thinking of you um, because in our friendship, 
uh, I was working with Basil right before the course, right as I was writing the course. And Basil showed me this really interesting visual about, it was just a visual of a bunch of basil, like a big harvest, a big summer harvest, these luscious, beautiful, rich um, leaves of basil, the small ones, the large ones. And I got that message. I, I thought, well, I, don't, I have no idea what this means. You know, what is this? What are you trying to show me? And then finally the message came in about um, sweet new friendships and, and how I, my, in particular, I was asking a question that um, I bring up throughout the course. And that is what can help me in this moment live a healthier life. And that's a really broad question because that again can be physical, mental or emotional or spiritual. And so the message I received from Basil was that there, the importance of new friendships and the sweetness and the richness that that will bring to your life in the same way that Basil brings us. And so I was thinking um, about our new friendship and how sweet and wonderful and connected that is. And I thought, oh yeah, Basil was, Basil was right. Here's Emily. <laughs> so, That's beautiful. Yeah, and ever oh since gosh. that, I feel like I've just had connections with the most you know, amazing people, you, you being one of them. So, yes, I love that. I love that the universe brought us together. And I feel like we're soul sisters, like on a soul level yeah. of, you know, friendship in that way. And you would never know that Basil is about friendship. And that's why it's so personal yes. because that was the message for you and not necessarily what everyone else gets on a universal level and you ask the question and that's what I love about the course too you you give the prompts of what questions to ask while you meditate and they have to be like open like that and not I think you use the example not when do I break up with my boyfriend or something like that (laughs) they have to be open and personal to you you can't do it for other people and that's that's so beautiful yeah yeah thank you that's and you bring up a great point and that's that's what basil's message was to me in that moment and for someone else basil may bring to them something very different and even for me with basil you know i think of my relationships with the plants with the oils again just like i do with my human friends and that's that they evolve and change and so basil may bring me the most profound message pertinent to my life in that moment and then i may set basil down for a long time i might not cultivate that friendship i might be working with a different plant and i might set that down for a while and then when i recultivate that friendship and when i return to basil there might be something completely different and so i feel like it's really important for people to know that these, this wisdom, this um, intelligence um, meets us right where we are in that moment and that we can't confine the messages and we don't have to um, put them in a box, you know, just like we do with every other relationship. It evolves, it changes, but when we have an open heart and we're right there in connection, that's where the beauty happens. That's where the magic happens. So, I love that. I think of them as my friends too. They all have different personalities and that's, that's so true. You're not working with a plant all the time, like the same essential oil. I'm now coming back to plants that I don't use as much. Like 
um, cardamom I'm working with and mm -hmm. pedigree. And that was something I used when I first started using oils. And then again, I just wasn't called to it until now, two years later. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. 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 That's great. So what is cardamom about for you? I love that. Yes. So cardamom for me, it's almost about abundance in a way, and I'm not sure why. So that's, you know, not exactly what, you know, cardamom to be used for, but it feels like a solar plexus healing oil for me at the moment of like, like you were saying, what we're doing is counterculture and it's really bumping up against all these structures that are in place of like very logic thinking, science thinking, yeah. um, and more about standing in my truth in using that oil to support me in doing that. And it's going to just be standing in my truth, no matter if people accept it or not. Nice. Wow. Is that the message to radiate out into the world in this moment? Thank right. you. Emily. <laughs> That's beautiful. I know. Yeah. And I would have never thought that karma would do that. Um, and I also love this quote. I love the quotes that you shared throughout the course. I have a few of them already that I've had saved um, in my memoir writing. So it's so cool to see some of them in there. Um, but I've never heard this one where you um, it's from essential oil specialist, Amber Jane Arquette. And she talks about the interaction that plants attune us back to love center, abundance and hope. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Yes. That's my dear friend, Amber Jane. Yes. Um, when I heard those words, I thought that is so true right now. And always, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll plug Amber Jane in that she has a beautiful book called Plant Wisdom. Um, her name is. Oh my Amber. God! I yeah, Amber need Jane. to talk to her. I need to have her on here. <laughs> yes, you do. She's an amazing woman, medicine woman. Oh, that's yeah. too perfect. Yes, and I also love the part. I'll share the quote that I have. That's in my book. That's literally one of my favorite. Um, the plants have enough spirit to transform our limited vision by Rosemary Gladstar. When I saw that, I got so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're so inspiring. I guess that's another reason I feel like, um, you know, Plant Speak is wanting to make its way into the world right now. Mm -hmm. This is truly um, what we need. Yes. You know, we need an infinite um hopefulness and through learning about ourselves. I mean, imagine if everyone was standing in their true self energy, it would be a very different planet. There'd very. Actions. And so, you know, my hope is that through working with essential oils in this way that people can, can be on that path for yes. themselves, you know, really see it individually, you know, any shift that you make individually just mm -hmm. out into the world. So one person's healing really is um, healing at a larger level. It is. And I love the part. So you go through in this course and really we get to know the plants intimately and ourself. And I like how you talk about getting to know the plants from like a historical standpoint or like a cultural 
yeah. uh, standpoint. Where was that inspiration from? Yeah, um, you know, that's the chapter about, you know, learning while you're building these relationships, there are many ways that you can um, understand them better. But to answer your question, the whole cultural and historical aspect, I have, uh, I did my master's degree work in applied anthropology. And so it was in that moment that I started looking at healing um, from its cultural roots. And so that's always been a passion of mine is to look at how different cultures use um, plants, how different cultures historically have um, built relationships, um, both in how they eat, what they eat with the plants, how that's um, contributing to their health, uh, to shamanism, you know, all, all sorts of different ways that we use plants um, for healing on a cultural level. And then if you, if you go back and look at it historically, you know, I just think it's mind blowing and there's so much knowledge there. Um, also in that module is uh, the suggestion to actually take a look at the plant, the physical plant itself, and to see how that mirrors your relationship or, or what messages have come through for you. And so one of the examples I use is, you know, lavender has given me so much. And when I sit and look at the lavender plant at its various stages, I think, my gosh, you know, your wisdom is in your physicality also. And I know a lot of people that work with plant wisdom have this same thought that you can see the frequency, you can see the, the yeah. wisdom in a plant um, physically in your, with your physical eye. I mean, I'm asking people to, to use their mind's eye. I'm, I'm asking people in plant speak to um, really connect with the unseen wisdom of the plants. But I think there's great um, learning in physically looking at the plant and saying, what is that quality? How does that plant sway in the wind? Is it soft? Is it sturdy? You know, where are its roots? I mean, my gosh, if you're working with the trees, the tree oils, you know, what about the tree resonates? And so I just think there's a lot that you can learn from while doing this, um, this work with the oils in this way. There's a lot that you can learn by really physically examining them. I love that. I always look at that connection too in the physical like signs of how it relates to like a deeper um, emotional truth. And when you talked about the tree oils, what came to mind was Arbor Vitae and how on a physical level, it's like protecting the tree from ants or other like invaders, like pests. And then on an emotional level, it's like a masculine oil that protects you from um, people that are trying to bring you down or things like that. So, and you mentioned in the course, the lavender, right? How it's like soft and yet very strong and the color purple is like royal, right? And that kind of energy. Yeah. And I think in some ways, as you're saying this, you know, it can almost validate too the very, um, the different aspects that you get from a plant. You know, because yeah. you might think, okay, lavender generally has this, you know, reputation as being soft and comforting and relaxing. And, and yet I think there is so much more to lavender. Yeah. Um, you know, that strength, that power, lavender to me also brought a big message of the power of community. Um, yeah. So out at a lavender field, that's what I'm reminded of um, the importance of community. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, 
and and just as you were saying, you know, those qualities of the physical plant, you know, how they can bring you um, protection. You know, how yes. do they work out in nature? They're working in nature as they are working with us. And so, yeah, in some ways it can validate like, wow, I had this experience with this plant. And um, if I really look at it, it does have that quality. You know, like you said, lavender has a softness. Lavender has a regalness. Lavender has um, such profound grace and strength at the same time for me. Yes, I love that regal. And another example that just came to mind was kumquat. I had this obsession with kumquat oil when it came out and I didn't know why like it was just a big deal and then I started learning about it this was like a couple years ago and then two weeks ago at the grocery store they had kumquats and I was like I need to buy these I don't know why <laughs> so oh my friend here you are again exactly and so I like picked them up and then I eat one and the difference is there sweet on the uh what is it sweet on the outside and sour on the inside i think and bitter on the inside which is like the opposite of a normal citrus fruit wow. and yeah and the way it helps with you emotionally is if you put on this like sweet exterior um persona all the time and you just hide your like your actual feelings on the inside and it, then it builds into resentment and then this oil and the fruit teaches you that you can express yourself normally and not have to have that sweet exterior. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess I need that right now. Like that really resonated, but. That was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I had, I don't know that plant, that oil that well, that is amazing. Yeah. I hope they bring it back because it was a limited edition oil and I finished it pretty much like there's only a few drops left. So I hope that that comes back um, soon because it's a very, it's like the oil of an authentic self, I believe. So yeah, it's just the physical gonna, part. I'm going to check my citrus box. I think I might have a little I could send you. Um, oh, that would be Yeah, yeah. No, it's hard. I know when you have such a profound experience and you're like, I'm out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. What a what a great message and, and what great learning and openness that you had to receive it. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe you can and you can share too, like that state of receptivity. Yes. For you to be able to glean that message from that experience um, is the crux of our work, I think. 100%. And that's definitely from a meditation mm -hmm. practice and using the oils with that and yes, being and being receptive to that. And I think that's what you cover really well in the course is like being open to whatever comes up in the meditations. And I love the meditations because like I was saying, I've never had experiences with essential oils and meditations in this way and you talked about channeling them and, and that's what it feels like it feels like you are channeling your connection and wisdom with the plants and that's offering these insights um, more than any meditation that I've just done by myself or using insight timer it's like very divine information so I really I think that's like the course I feel almost reads like a book in a way like I feel like when I was working on it, like I'm learning all this knowledge, but then with the meditations in there mm -hmm. and you have these beautiful 
um, journal templates as well with the mandala of the uh, plants and the logo you made too. So I love that aspect yeah. as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so much in the course, um, but ultimately it is just what you said, just being open to it. Yeah. And the, the level that we can change and grow in, in relationship with these plants and these essential oils is so remarkable. Sometimes it just blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's my hope that it will open those doors for people. Yes. Everyone's I think this is a transformation. Different. Yeah. You know, you'd asked me about how has my, you know, a meditation practice influenced this. And yeah. I, I have witnessed just such profound um, movement with people during guided meditations that I knew it just, it had to be part of this. And it's so simple, you know, that's the thing. It's, it's so simple. It's just having, um, having a container for the work. It's just allowing people to give themselves that space to build that container to be open. And so in those guided meditations, it's really about just helping people to come up with their own practice to build that container for themselves. Yeah. You know, this In this way, I can do my work. And I mean, you'll appreciate this. I know you're, um, you're working with breath and the power of breath work. Like, yeah. as you know, through the meditations, are you your first, your first focus is your breath, you know, go within, connect to your breath. And that is repeated throughout the whole course. And so connecting to your breath, being still, entering that space. And then in this course, it's going to the same place to start this journey with the plant. You know, it just, it allows you to create a beautiful sacred container for your own personal practice, your own personal relationship building. So. I love that. And I, I just got this understanding and awareness when you were talking about that, that this is very shamanic in a sense and reflective of cultures where people had these relationships with plants as just in their day-to-day -day, and they just knew. And I think of an example of like ayahuasca, like somehow they knew the natives that mixing one type of plant with another was going to create this experience, this psychoactive experience. So I think this is like rebuilding that relationship that's been lost in a sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And thank you for bringing that up, Emily. I, you know, I also mentioned in the course, you know, full disclosure, this is not new work. People have been connecting to plants since the beginning of time. I'm right. not bringing anything new. I'm just packaging it in a way that people can access it and remember it. But I yeah. honor and I'm so grateful for all the people through the generations, through every culture, you know, that are continuing plant wisdom, plant medicine work. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is just another packaged form of teaching people how to do that. But it's not my creation, <laughs> you know, this right. is around 
for a very long time, I just feel like I had, um, you know, it's my mission uh, to the, in service to the plant kingdom and to the world to get it out there to people in this way. And it happens to be through doTERRA oils. So, um, but yeah, I, I honor the long, rich heritage of building relationship with plants, having plant wisdom guide you. Yeah. And that's the way now that you found the way to package it in the way that people are, you know, most interacting with this type of information, which is online and courses. And I even love the tips that you sprinkle throughout. And one of them is create a book or a file to record all that you know about each of your essential oils and include, you know, notes from courses, personal experiences, doTERRA resources. And I think that's such a good idea to then give yourself a full picture of yes. what the oils are meaning for you. And, and that's how I've learned too, is like all different sources of information, starting with books, of course, and like, you know, doTERRA's resources, but then building in my own. And that's why I love this book. Cause it's like your, you know, deeper wisdom, your intuition matched with all the other information to give you the full picture. I think yeah. that is such a beautiful idea. And also what a beautiful way, um, you know, if you're offering the oils to someone, what a beautiful way to connect and really speak passionately. You know, would you rather hear, well, wild orange is, um, has these components, <laughs> these constituents and, yeah. and um, it can help you in this way. Like, that that's beautiful and what if you could say do you know what wild orange taught me or do you know what my experience has been like that's the connection that people are desiring right now yeah that will help you for me I think that is what will really make people curious about the oils that's what's resonating in our hearts you know something else that just became so very clear to me is there's so many people working with essential oils. And why is that? You know, I don't think it's a fad. I think we have a no. deep, deep desire to connect. This is a natural, a natural thing to connect with the plants. We, we're on this earth. We're sharing this earth to be in relationship with the plants. And so I think whether it's conscious or not, I think people are drawn in many ways, but they may not know it. Yes. Yeah, they not know when they get their new bottle of whatever essential oil it is. And so for me too, it's it's a way of opening up that avenue that um, people may not even be aware of. So I love that. That's so true. I'm meeting more and more people every day that are, you know, being drawn to the oils that weren't before. And so I think more and more people are waking up to their whispers and their light right now, like you were saying. Yes. So, absolutely. yeah. Um, you know, and look around us right now in this very moment. Um, we we need connection. Yeah. You know, in the, in the most um, simple way, we are so lonely. Mm -hmm. You know, this pandemic has brought an underlying sense of loneliness and despair. Yes and um, not being connected. And yet it, you know, that's how that shadow work works for, <laughs> from individuals to the planetary level. You have to go deep on one end to be able to see the light. And I feel like working with the oils is a perfect um, opportunity in this time of loneliness. 
You know, you can have, you can meet with your plant friends. Um, where are we all in this, you know, in our fatigue, in our understanding, in our health? You know, they can also meet us in so many ways um, today in this moment. For yes. Some and so I feel like they're very important. They bring us solitude. They, I mean, um, solace, they bring us wisdom. They bring us connection because getting into the space again um, opens our heart. And you know, when we're working in fear, we, we close our hearts, we do it yeah. unconsciously. And so these beautiful plants, these beautiful oils can really be a great support in this time. And which oil that will be for each person is, you know, is um, sometimes a mystery. Although I have to say, I do have an affinity right now for the flower oils. Really? You know, they're magnificent and they're, um, they're sweet, heart-centered. Um, yes, it's funny. Yeah, I just recorded a podcast yesterday on, um, with a, like, hormonal health coach and we were, and she uses doTERRA and we were talking about all the feminine oils are florals or most of them. And how interesting is that? Like maybe right now there's like this feminine energy that we're connecting with and using for healing. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Of course, not surprising and surprising. <laughs> I had a similar conversation. I was on a call with someone and um, we were working with rose oil. And of course, there was a lot of talk about Rose being, you know, the symbol, the representative of the divine feminine. You yes. know, we are working with a resurgence, um, a need for this divine feminine to come through the planet. And I had this thought, like, what does that mean? Like, a lot of women can connect with that. But what does rose oil mean for men? Right. We're also getting in touch with their divine feminine. You know, yeah. and I don't I don't believe it's one way or the other. I think we need a balance. Every individual needs a balance between the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Every person. Yep. But so it really left that question in me, like, wow, I haven't really worked with a lot of men using the flower oils. You know, and and so yeah, it was just a question in my mind. How do we how do we bring this essence? How do we bring that wisdom? To our male clients. And well, actually, I have, right? As you're saying Ooh. that. Uh -huh. Yes. In 2020, I worked with a few of my clients that were male, and they were drawn to Rose for some reason. Um, for some they, reason. Come on. They, for some reason. They didn't, in their mind, they were like, I don't like this smell. Like, this isn't what I was thinking it would be. I don't love it. But, you know, like, their deeper spirit and intuition brought it to them. And so I think maybe there's that resistance that needs to come down a little bit of like, this is for women only maybe. Right. Um, but I know that they were very drawn to it. And then after working with it a bit, they, they loved it after. But there's definitely that initial, maybe that societal programming of roses for women and girls, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, really a microcosm of, you know, issues for male in general right now, like the resistance, yeah. the cultural programming that's happened on so yeah. many levels that they would even, you know, have that aroma work its way through the limbic system and feel an immediate resistance. Like, yeah, that's pretty telling. Right? <laughs> so how beautiful that they, you know, each of those men could have that experience with you. Yeah, it was two men. And so there was definitely like 
I was like, why is the universe like bringing me these types? And I think there is that healing on what you're saying on both of the female with healing the masculine and the male with healing the feminine. Um, and I hope that that continues too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I give a deep bow to those flower essences for that work in particular, Rose. Absolutely. And, and every one of the flower oils that brings yes. that. Um, so many in their own unique ways. So, yeah, we do need those, their light right now. And so I also want to share with my listener, where can they purchase your course, Plant Speak? Mm -hmm. um, if you go to plantspeakcourses.com, it's all one word, Plant Speak Courses. Um, that's where my website is. That's where you can access it. And I would love to say for your listeners of this beautiful plant wisdom podcast and all the gifts it brings, um, just contact me. There's a contact um, link, send me a message and I'd be happy to send one of the courses, a complimentary course to all your listeners. I really wow. just wanna get this message out to the world. And um, so I'd be happy to share it in that way. So just go to my website and I'd love to connect with you that way. Wow, that is so generous of you and so beautiful. And I'll make sure to include that link in the notes too. But I've really enjoyed taking it. And I think it's one of those courses too that you keep coming back to. Like you can do the meditations yeah. continuously. Like you've created that container for it. So That's I'm so grateful for that. that. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak about um, the thing that we love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd love to hopefully have you on again and collaborate in some way as well. I'm sure we will. That would be an honor. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.